Hello everyone, welcome to Just Getting By, episode 56, for Wednesday the 14th of December 2011. My name is Craig Jones and I'm here, as always, by Chemslave, who just survived an assassination attempt on Monday. Hello, Chemslave! Uh, hello? <laughs> Have you recovered? Um, the dud almost went off on me again. Oh god, oh no. I threw it out the window and it sort of went completely, so... Oh, um, epic. I'm not speaking much today. <laughs> uh, keep your head down, right? Yeah, I'm I'm under my desk right now. <laughs> oh god, that's fantastic. That's just. Uh oh. Oh god. I banged my head against the, the, the my desk. Oh, all right. Woo. God, it's an active war zone at Camp Chemslave. Yes. Wow. All right. So Wednesday is what we call. Uh, Liberty Wednesday, it's our, quite frankly, it's turning into a catch-all day, uh, where we talk about all the week's stories that are not political and are not technological. Now, uh, we started off kind of framing this as a civil liberties discussion day, uh, and we will still do that, but uh, this week has uh, shaped up to be more of just like a catch-all, everything you can possibly imagine. But I mean, you can uh, certainly discuss these stories in the vein of civil liberties, so we we will attempt to do that. But you know, Chemslave, I warned you and the audience. I had a rant I wanted to get off my chest. What is it? So uh, you and I, as well as hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of other people, subscribe to uh, the. Uh, the the Cheeseburger Network's demotivational poster uh, website. Oh, I, I love that website. I do, too. Just fantastic. You know that internet meme, I can has Cheeseburger, the little kitty cat? Uh, and, 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 so it's, it's the people that created that. That's the Cheeseburger Network, and, you know, the name comes from that internet meme. And uh, they have uh, a lot of different blogs and the one that I watch uh, the most is the demotivational poster blog. And a few days ago, I saw a poster that uh, had a cartoon embedded in it talking about how in a few decades it'll be impossible to uh, find an original username. And beneath it, uh, in the demotivational section, it said, First world problems. And I've begun to hear this a lot. This is a relatively new expression. You don't, you didn't really hear this much beyond a couple years ago. Somebody will be sitting there talking about something and they'll say, oh, this is such a, this is such a first world problem. Look at us. Look at, you know, this is, we're talking about this or that and, you no, know, wow, it's such a first world problem. That really really gets me going. That really, really grinds my gears, really frosts my nipples, really, really gets me going. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I... Yeah, okay. It, not being able to find a username is a first-world problem. People in Africa are not too concerned about that. They want to eat. You'll, you'll hear... People complaining about not being able to get the right kind of hard drive because you know because of a shortage. Oh, what a first world problem! Or not being able to get the color iPhone you want. Oh, what a first world problem! 
So the fuck what? We live in the first world. We want something, we don't have it. We're gonna complain about it. So what? So what? Oh, look at me. I'm so enlightened. I'm going to just throw out, oh, this is a first world problem. So that everybody knows that I am so feeling. That I am so empathetic. That I know there are people out there that just are not as fortunate as I am. So I'm going to remind everybody about how, ju just how conscious of that I am. Doesn't that just get you? I know that gets me. That really, really gets me. And not See, in I, would, I would call for um, changing that from first world problems. Is, this is a retarded problem. <laughs> it pretty much is. It's like anytime you, you need to use the phrase, this is a first world problem. It's pretty much just, just a stupid problem that really there is no reason to have. Well, actually, I disagree with that. If it was just like that, then I wouldn't have that issue. But you see that any time you talk about uh, any uh, any problem with a piece of technology or any problem with a service or a, an, you know, a, 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 any product, it's starting to become a first-world problem if you start to niggle about it. And it's, the usage of that is starting to get beyond, you know, not being able to get your favorite latte every every five minutes across the street. That 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 could be a first world problem that I I wouldn't roll my eyes at. But when you start to talk about, oh, it's such a first world problem that um, you know that my laptop just crashed on me. Or, oh, it's it? such a first... No, it didn't. It did not. <laughs> Thank God. It, it did not. No. Uh, I'm looking at a beautiful MacBook Pro 2011. It, it, it never once crashed on me. Anyway. Uh, it, it, I'm actually finding it difficult, I must admit, to come up with examples. But uh, examples like the username. Not being able to find a, a, a correct username. Uh, one that you like. Yeah, first world problem. So what? I just don't care. It's a problem. You know, if you want to complain about it, complain about it. it because that you know you're in a first world country doesn't mean you need to apologize for it. Doesn't mean you need to apologize for looking at something and saying, well, you know what, this could be better. Or this is not right, here's why. Well, and we then, should be apologizing because we're, we're bad, evil people. We're sinners. Well, you know what? We're you know, you're being facetious, but that's the underlying element of this whole thing that really kills me. That's why I'm not being, I wasn't being facetious. I, I know the, how these people think. Yeah. No, no, that's what I, that's what I meant. I mean, I was uh, raised Catholic. Uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm a sinner. God. Yeah. 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 It's a Catholic, so you can't shake your dick more than two times, right? Or else it's, uh, it's masturbation. Um, pretty much, yes. Yeah. Oh, God. I, 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 well, that that was a hell of a detour. I'm sorry about that, but I, you know, actually, I I just totally de derailed myself. But you know, it, it's just doesn't that bother you? I, I, if it was just the the usage case that you you just described, like it was some stupid thing. Okay, I I could kind of see that, and I'm unfortunately not able to provide uh, really substantive examples. Uh, of uh, using that, but I I look at 
my surroundings that I have a beautiful laptop in front of me. I have a beautiful mic in front of me. I'm in a and a and a in a very nice house. Uh, uh, I've you know I've been very comfortable, very you know very lucky to uh, be uh, living in this country and uh, to have the opportunities that I have. And using wasteful things like space heaters. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? It's probably. I probably I have a huge ass space heater or like two feet away from me because I have no heating in the basement whatsoever. So, uh, and Kemslave knows this. Uh, the size of the thing really made an impression on him the last time he was uh, he, he was over. Man, but, it's it's wide. It, it, well, it's long too. It, it's it's this is a big guy. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I you know there's a little wastefulness in there, but I am not apologetic. And every time I'm with a group of people or I listen to somebody on some show or podcast or something, uh, talk about an issue, and then there's always some douchebag saying, and this is such a first-round issue. <laughs> so the fuck what? So what? So what? I just, you know, just want to throw a brick at that person's head. That re That really gets me. I, you know... I I'm not gonna spend any more time on this, but I, I you know chem save. Do you see where I'm coming from? Um, I, it's hard not to. Pretty pretty much, people just need to feel apologetic for some weird reason that we're doing something wrong by by having some issue that might seem trivial in in some cases, not all, and we're we're sort of complaining about it. You know what? This is the world we live in. We live in a first world country. We have problems. Sometimes they might seem stupid if if you if you look at them from a different perspective. Or, hey, my laptop crashed or my computer sucks. Yeah, it's a first world problem. But you know what? It is a problem. That's right. You or I have it. What? Not we're not supposed to complain. We're just going to sit down, and shut up because um, because someone in Africa doesn't have that problem. Because someone in Ethiopia has a big extended gut because they haven't had anything to eat for the past few for the past week or two. Yes, that's sad. That's really horrible. But you know what? I'm very thankful I don't have that problem. I have different problems. Amen. Amen. All right, Chem Slave. So why don't you lead us down through the uh, the next few stories? Well. Have a uh, really just off the wall one. Shoot! If you, you know what's a good time for right now to have a lot of. Uh, eggnog. No butter. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, baking. You know, a lot of baking, a lot of butter going on. Okay, yep, okay. Because in Norway they have none. What? How the hell could you have no butter? All you need is milk. What's going on? There's some weird fad diet where you eat a lot, you just consume a lot of fat. So, so people have been just buying like butter like you wouldn't believe. And right now, it's like uh, uh, one of Norway's top auction sites, um, um, they're um, selling um, 13, um, 250 grams, which is pretty much two sticks of uh, Flanoix butter, um, costs 13 bucks. So, a box of four. Oh. 26 bucks. Oh, oh my <laughs> You can God. make a killing if you have bring butter into oh. Um, Norway right oh, now. Oh, Jesus. 
What the hell? Oh my god. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god. Pretty much bring like a suitcase or two of butter, like buy a ticket to Norway. You're fucking sold. You're, you, you, you pretty much um, paid for your trip. <laughs> There's probably beggars out in the streets in Norway looking for butter. I don't know what what what, what can a person think about reading after reading this. That you know, I, that Norway people are idiots. Maybe I, 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 I that's one of the most bizarre stories I've ever seen in my life. I'm you know I I really must say. There's a looming Christmas culinary crisis because people don't have enough butter to um make any cakes or anything. Yeah, that would kind of suck, wouldn't it? Yeah. No cookies, no uh, pies, no cakes, no uh, uh, no pastries. Yeah. Unfortunate. Okay, what else do we have? Well, you know, I included a link to a story that really got me annoyed for kind of arcane reasons. Let me uh, go through this with you. Now, I have a story from a website called HiveHealthMedia.com. Oh boy, that, that, that's, that's sort of already pissing me off, because that just sounds weird. Yeah, that does sound weird, and I'd love to know what the uh, etymology is behind that, because I'm sure it's something, something stupid. Uh, now, there's an article called Hidden Health and Fitness Saboteurs. Dun dun dun. Now, what, let me just read to you the first paragraph here. It's a, it's a quick one. It's a very, very short. <clears throat> we are exposed to many things each day that obstruct our efforts to achieve optimal health and fitness. And we may not even realize that some of them are a problem. In the Western world, where modern society appears to be designed to make us fat, millions of people find it very easy to fall victim to an unhealthy lifestyle, and the unhealthy lifestyle takes no prisoners, regardless of our age, gender, or background. Oh boy. Now, reading that, you, you would think that there was like an invading army of fatness coming in and gunning down everybody who dares to be thin. Well, if you watched her little graphic, I think that you can see that. That graphic, I will admit, is very, very um, dire looking. But you'll notice it doesn't use weight. It doesn't use waist circumference. This is BMI. It uses BMI. Now, Kemsthave, you and I would both be at some level of obese using the BMI. I mean, I don't want to talk for you. I don't want to speak for you. But I it, could stand to lose a bit of weight. Not, not that much. 
but that's not that's sense. not the point. That's actually the exact opposite, and that, that's one of the re that's one of the things I want to get to about this BMI thing. It's a scam. It's a scam so that people can make animated GIF images like the one we're looking at right now. And if you go to dressgangbypodcast.com and look at show 56, uh, you'll find a link to hivehealthmedia.com, and you'll see this just as we are. Uh, the BMI was invented over the objections of literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of nutritionists nutri nutritionists and uh, physicians uh, to, to, to have like a, this really easy easy way of calculating uh, you know how fat you are uh, unfortunately it is grossly inaccurate and it provides a terrible measure of how you're you are doing in terms of body composition. Now, Chemslave, looking at the map in front of us now, it looks like most states either are 20 to 25% obese. True or false? Yes. That's true. Uh, uh, true according to the map. Now, Chemslave, if you walk down the street, you're going to see some fat people, am I right? Oh, boy. Yeah, whole shitload of them. Yeah. But is it one out of four people? I think that, that that's not really, but you you can if, if like you obese. go into different populations, you can see it better than others. Like obese, not necessarily just fat, but I'm talking obese. Well, if you're talking about the the like the, the fattest man in the world, you'll never see him. Well, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm talking about maybe 50 pounds more than you should be at, at your given age. I'm talking about uh, men with, uh, uh, you know, huge waists, um, women with uh, huge waists. You know, I'm, I'm talking. Uh, everybody knows what's chubby and what's, you know, really fat. And BMI does not appropriately address that. Because well, depending Kemsley on where I'm walking by, I sometimes do see. Not one out of four, but four out of four people that um are obese. <laughs> wow, you live in the fat paratown. <laughs> no, um, no. Well, you can always see that. That's absolutely true. But my contention is that BMI is giving a gross, grossly mischaracterized view of obesity in America. We have a fitness problem. As a matter of fact, we're going to be talking about that in a couple of weeks. That's going to be uh, the food, uh, the food and uh, uh, lifestyle uh, week that's going to be surrounding Christmas is going to be our little expose on uh, on that topic. But the th you know, uh, it. BMI doesn't appropriately address that because I would be. Let me think about this now. There are three stages of obesity. You have, um, uh, like chronic obesity, which is like the lowest one. You have, uh, morbid obesity, which is the medium one. And you have malignant obesity, which is the high one. And I'm at least chronically obese, and I could probably be morbidly obese. 
going by BMI. Now, let me tell you something. I, I look pretty damn good for being as much as I, for weighing as much as I weigh. And there is no way anybody would ever even dream of calling me obese looking at me in person. Uh, and I could stand to lose a significant amount of weight, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I'm not obese. But BMI puts people into the obese category when they shouldn't be. People who have muscle mass, people who lift and work out in the gym, very, very fit people could easily find their BMI to be in the obese territory. Yeah, because muscle does weigh more than fat. So. Uh, significantly more, yeah. So you can weigh like 275 pounds, be 5'11", and guess what? You are morbid. You're you're obese class two. Well, uh, that actually might might be a little bit high, if if we're just talking about muscle mass. Uh, but but I you have an excellent point that that's that that's well, still depending on what type of um, bodybuilder you are because you know you do, you do have those big like um, roid raging types. Yeah, but at that point you have issues beyond uh, simple BMI obesity. You, you you're gonna. You're gonna have, you know, like no testicles or anything. <laughs> but, uh, but no, you're absolutely right. You're you're absolutely right. You do have uh, you have that issue. Uh, so you know, it's just you know, stories like this. Uh, take a real problem and distort it and make it scary and use it to wage war on aspects of our lives. That should just be left alone. And I think this is very dangerous, the mindset that stories like this put people in. Oh my but, god, I'm actually looking at this thing. Your partner is evil. Your place yep, of work yep, is evil. Yep, yep. I, w I was just going to mention all that. Yep, yeah. It, it, it's amazing. It's amazing what this article says. Your home, your supermarket, your partner. Listen to this. Your partner may be scared that you will leave them if you become fit, healthy, and more attractive. They may not want to change their own lifestyle just because you are changing yours. And they may not want to give up indulging, often on their favorite unhealthy foods. More often than not, a partner can sabotage your efforts due to a lack of understanding. Isn't that horrifying? The, the, yeah, it sort of seems to be something I, I, I might have experienced <laughs> as being an evil partner. Oh, really? Well, you, you told me she was thin. Well, she was. She's also vegan slash vegetarian. Oh, that, that's true. That's and true. I'm a carnivore. Quote unquote, her words, I'm a carnivore. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, humans are supposed to be omnivorous. But, you know, that. that's another here and I, I there. Wear, I, I wore a leather coat. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. You're just, you're evil. You're evil. All right. So I... Uh, we uh, we don't have to spend too much more time on this uh, specific topic. Um, I just wanted to draw people's attention to it. This is a very big problem. We, we will discuss this in, in greater depth and detail in a couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, until then, you know, just keep your eye out when you uh, see stories like this. Because they being 
the fitness industry and uh, the politically correct, you know, health industry are trying to push an agenda on us that is not aimed at getting you more healthy. It is aimed at sowing fear and uh, confusion into our lives. And it's dangerous. So I, I would just recommend that we, we keep an eye out. So, Chemslave, what else do we have? I have two that I wanted to talk about. All right. Which one to start first? Uh, well, I'll just pick one. Okay, I have this group of douchebags. All right. I'm, I, I feel bad that I am a member of, uh, of a person that also has similar thoughts on things as them. Okay. Who the fuck told atheists that they have the right to, to um, tell everyone what the hell they have to? They're allowed to do. Continue. This, like, Freedom from um, Religion Foundation and other like, and they're, they're fighting to in some in um, some place in Texas that have set up a um, a nativity scene. I think somewhere around at the, uh, at the um, courthouse that they're being bad because they're ha they have um. A nativity scene, religious objects on public ground. Like really, it's Christmas. It's it's part of the culture. You're gonna force everyone to um, go into this PC mindset. Oh, it's not a Christmas tree. It's a holiday tree. It's not Merry Christmas. It's Happy Holidays. Seasons greetings. You know what? Yes. I don't believe in God either. But guess what? Merry Christmas. Why? Because that's what I grew up um, um, celebrating. I'm going to celebrate it with my kids when I have a family. Hey, I'm going to force my kids to go to religion. Why? Because it's a, a great way to, to teach at least some type of moral um, background. I'll probably be teaching them, hey, this is probably a lot of this is bullshit. But guess what? To um, not raise your kid, to, um, to just sort of want to force your little like um, minority mindset onto everyone. This tyranny of this minority is is, is just is, it's ridiculous. Yeah, this is one of my favorite topics as well: the tyranny of the minority. And uh, in, you're 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 spot on in your analysis. I have always been baffled by extreme minority groups such as atheists, or, or let's call it skeptics, so that we can include both ourselves in that. Do you consider yourself a, a, a strict atheist? Um, closer to, not really. I'm, I'm slightly, I sort of believe that there might probably be something out there somewhere. I just don't um, want to tie myself to the dogma. Because I think the dogma is dangerous. Yeah, well, then you you might you might be a deist. I'm I'm agnostic. I don't know one way or the other, and I don't I don't feel I have the qualifications to definitively say one way or the other. Uh, but we can call uh, uh, we can safely call each other skeptics, and uh, atheists would certainly be skeptics. We even if you have the broadest definition possible, we are in the extreme, 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 extreme minority. Not only that. We willingly, because we're, we are of age, we're adults now, uh, I'm sure some kids could argue otherwise, but uh, the most, for, for the most part, we 
willingly live in a culture that is 90% Judeo-Christian in tradition. This country was founded on Judeo-Christian beliefs. This country, even today, has over 90% of the people who believe in uh, Christianity and uh, celebrate Christmas. The people that celebrate Christmas, uh, it takes that percentage up to about 95%. So the people that argue that scenes of sacred Christmas iconography, such as the nativity scene, such as crosses, uh, people that say that those images infringe upon their rights to be free from religion are grossly misreading the Constitution. The Constitution, and amend, uh, the, the very first amendment to the United States Constitution, provides for freedom of religion. But that only is in reference to a state-sponsored religion. It's only in reference to the federal government not being able to tell people what to believe. If you want to believe in nothing, go ahead and believe in nothing. If you want to believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, go ahead and believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. If you want to believe that Muhammad is the first and paramount prophet from God, go right ahead. If you're still waiting for the prophet to come down, go right ahead. But that doesn't mean that you should be able to inflict your own views on the rest of society. And I hate to say it, I hate to clue these atheists into this fact, but they are the extreme, extreme, extreme minority. They should not at all feel the right to tell Christians, you know what, you might be 95% of the country, but you know what, fuck you anyway. No, you can't do that, because I don't like it. You know, where does it end? Uh, I'm walking down the street, and I don't like somebody because they have a pink shirt on. You know what? I uh, I have a new religion now. Uh, it's the anti-pink religion. And we have a Bible based on the fact that we don't like pink. So I'm going to sue to make sure people can't wear pink. Where is the line? Where's the line? There is no line. Well, that's the very dangerous thing. There, and it's very possible to keep pushing this political correctness further and further and further along to the point where no one can express themselves at all. This is just one beachhead. This is one step in front of the other on that slow, long march to tyranny. Well, we see it happening all the time, so this is not shocking at all. No, it's not shocking. It's tragic. It's outrageous. And these atheists should be ashamed of themselves, but they ha uh, have too little self-awareness. Sometimes uh, they know what they're doing, and they're just too evil to give a shit. Of course, I have things like things that tick me off about religion itself. Like, driving up to um, Walmart, I see a billboard that says, No Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace. It's like really knowing Jesus instantly creates peace. No. Maybe in your, your weird little slight little twisted world. But uh, remember, if we go into history, we know that religion caused a whole crap, lo uh, crap load of wars. And a whole crap load of people dying just for some weird patch of land up in the middle, uh, down in the Middle East. So it's not really that peaceful either. So 
let's let's just sort of calm down both sides of the debate. <laughs> both the believers and non-believers. Yeah, you see propaganda like that. Today, as a matter of fact, I was at work and I, um... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I tried to lean away there, but it was too late. Um, I, I have a part-time job as a cashier at a, at a local gas station. Um... Uh, just about ready, ready to graduate from college, so I'll be able to announce a more prestigious, uh, you know, uh, a job in in the future, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> but I was uh, at work today, and some guy gave me change, and he also said, "And here, I'll give you something to read." And it was this little, uh, folded, uh, little tiny little pamphlet type thing about the size of um, maybe two or three stamps. Oh boy. And there was a big smiley face on it. And it said, smile. God loves you. No, no, it said, smile. Jesus loves you. And um, I didn't even open it up. I threw it out. But, you know, you you do get this this proselytizing, this uh, evangelizing. And, uh, you know, that makes me uncomfortable. That also makes me uncomfortable. Because I think uh, you could go to the opposite extreme and uh, start to throw your religion out there a little bit too much. I don't necessarily want to know what you believe in. Uh, I will respect your right to believe in whatever you, it is you believe, but I I don't necessarily want to hear about how uh, how uh, how great and just uh, Jesus Christ is. I, I you know I I could live without that. Thank you very much. I've lived without that for a very long time. Uh, so uh, I agree with you. Uh, uh, there are issues on both sides of this, but there has been this. And it's controversial to say this because liberals will scoff at you. But there has been a war on Christmas, a political correctness war on Christmas. You know, I was listening to um, uh, Twit, you know, This Week in Tech. Yep. Uh, not the show itself, but the network, uh, twit.tv. I was, oh, li- I was listening to uh, a, a live streaming uh, keynote. Now, I'm trying to think of what it was. Did we have, uh, it was after the iPhone 4 announcement, the iPhone 4S announcement. It was after that. What, what, what did we have after that? Um, didn't, um, Google's, um, and Motorola do something? That was before. That was in August. Okay. Uh, there was something that happened. And it was relatively big, because maybe it was the Apple keynote. But I didn't think it was that long ago, but maybe it was. But anyway, though... Oh, uh, yeah, it must have been that. Not important. No, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm getting myself distracted. Anyway, I was listening to the coverage. There was live coverage of a keynote. It doesn't matter what keynote it was. But one of the presenters had reason to bring up Christmas, like... Uh, either creating a reminder in Siri for Christmas or typing in something for Christmas. I forget what it was. But anyway... Was the, the Picards? Or, um, what? I thought... iOS 5 Cards app where you can make cards and send them out to people. You know what, Andrew? Uh, that might be right. That might be right. You you actually could have... Yeah, that, let, let's go with that. For the sake of argument, let's go with that. Now, I, I I don't really give a shit anymore. Uh, I want to move on. But uh, anyway, uh, one of the guys said, yeah, you can make a beautiful Christmas card. So, uh, let's use that for an example. Uh, Mention Christmas in some format. And one of the hosts there, his name is Tom Merritt. 
whom I'm starting to have a deep dislike for, by the way, um, said, oh, he really shouldn't have said Christmas. He should have said holidays. And I almost turned off the stream right there. It's just that level of political correctness. It's that paralyzed, uh, like castrated, like oh my god, I can't, I can't say anything, can't, can't do anything for fear of, uh, of, of, of angering somebody, of uh, uh, insulting somebody. It's pathetic that we walk around, you know, pussyfooting around, afraid of our own shadows because we might offend somebody, and it's it's ridiculous and. When you see examples of that from relatively intelligent people, it's just very, very disheartening. Very disheartening. So yeah, this is a big issue. It's always been a big issue. It's going to be a big issue. There is a war on Christmas, and it's, it's bullshit is what it is. You said you had another story you wanted to talk about. Well, this is one you, you added, so. Something about a kid calling a teacher a cute. <clears throat> All right, so this is a... Now, I don't have this open. I'm going to open it up right now so I get the age right. But this is an elementary school kid. I believe, going from memory, he was nine years old. Yep. Um, and he was talking to one of, the, one of his friends and said that his teacher was cute. Now, it's very possible this nine-year-old boy doesn't even know what cute means in that context. And he was just, just repeating something one of his deadbeat parents said. Uh, anyway... That's not the point. The point is, he's a nine-year-old little boy. He's saying this to a a peer, uh, a nine- or ten-year-old friend. They probably don't know their dicks from a hole in the ground. So, and they, they you know, it, they were just talking. They're just, you know, trying to be macho, finding their way in the world. You know, you know, uh, little little boys do this all the time. They, um, they, they, they see an older male influence, be it a, a, a brother or a, 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 a father, or some sort of guardian, uncle, and they try to emulate them. Every boy does this. Every boy wants to emulate his father or something. And in this case, this little boy said, Hey, hey, she's kind of cute. She's kind of cute. And some dickwad of a substitute teacher heard that, freaked out, and uh, sent the poor, the, the poor little kid to the, the principal's office, and the principal suspended the kid for three freaking days. Why? Sexual harassment. What? Now, unfor uh, uh, quite fortunately, that principal, who obviously made the wrong decision, came to regret it. Because uh, the principal was then fired. For doing that. <laughs> and yes, you laugh and you laugh all all night long because it, absolutely this this pr uh, this principal deserved to be fired. The superintendent, when when uh, he found out about this, gave the uh, principal one hour to either resign or be fired. <laughs> so it was, it was one of those uh, resign or, or, or get canned uh, situations, and uh, technically. The principal resigned, but it's it's the same thing. I have a question. Yeah. I know your father was a principal at some point. Yeah. Did you discuss this thing at any point with him? Yeah, you know, sh I shouldn't have. I hear him walking around upstairs. I, sh I should go ask him. Um, I it would have been smart to ask him about this, but um, my father is a very traditional man. He's an 
he was a no-nonsense, uh, ran a tight ship school. Uh, he's, uh, he w wasn't a big uh, guy for political correctness. Didn't take any shit from people. But he, uh, he ran a high school, a junior-senior high school. So he had 7th through 12th grade. So this little boy is uh, a little bit young uh, to be, have been under his purview. But I am absolutely convinced that uh, my father would never have suspended this little boy for uh, for three days. One, he would not have suspended him for one day. What he probably would have done was, um, you know, call his guardians and say, you know, hey, you know, you might want to uh, talk to him about boundaries. Uh, possibly, possibly, depending on what the uh, the HR uh, rules and regulations are, possibly maybe having the kid talk to a guidance counselor for a little bit, but certainly not suspension. You know, a lot of elementary schools don't even have like a like a detention policy. Like my elementary school didn't have detention. Uh, we uh, really, yeah, we had this thing <coughs> called uh, being on the wall which was in recess, if we were to be punished, we would stand up against the wall for a given amount of time, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, and then we'd be able to go back out and play. Um, but aside from that, we didn't really have detention. Uh, now, I'm sure a lot of elementary schools do have detention. In fact, I know, I know you said that you uh, were a frequent guest of the detention facility. At yeah, your... For the first few years <laughs> until I reached middle school. Yeah. Uh so, uh, but, you know, possibly a, a, a day or two of detention, but certainly, you know, I, I could even see none of this happening and just the the kid being uh, pulled over and say, you know, hey, the, you, you want to cut this out. That's that's highly inappropriate uh, for reasons that you you uh, can't fully uh, uh, understand right now. But it's 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 uh, inappropriate. So you, you want to cut that out. But to be suspended for three days being suspended for three days could be bringing a weapon into the school. Being suspended for three days could be, uh, you know, beating badly, <coughs> beating a kid up badly. I mean, being suspended for any amount of time, let alone three days, is a very, very serious uh, uh, correction measure. I could see this happening at my elementary school. I hope or at not. least it, in my, at least where I live, <coughs> I, I wouldn't be shocked. Because you know, I, I wish I, I had spoken to my father about this. I would, you know, I'm almost tempted to pause the the, the, the show right now, but I don't want to, uh, because you know it would have been interesting to get his opinion on this. But I'm I'm confident that he would never have reacted this way. Um, I remember asking a, like a science teacher because he had like a he took out a can of acetone. Okay. Pretty much nail polish remover without yeah. without all the cr other crap. Yeah. And he was talking about something or other, and I pressed my hand, hey, can you make a bomb out of that or something? Oh, boy. Like it, I got, like, the next, like, um class period. So I got out of science, got into social studies. I was like, geography. Good old Mr. O'Brien. Love the man. Great teacher. Um, and um, he gets a call. It's like, hey, Schmitty, you, you need to go down to see Mr. Sakavich. I go, oh boy, what did I do? I didn't do anything. So I walk down, and it's like, and so the first thing he's like, Schmitty, I heard you want to make a bomb. I go, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
now I talked myself out of that, and my dad actually got a phone call from his school. It was close. If I wasn't a quick talker, I think I probably would have gotten suspended for asking tough questions now, about incendiary devices. Now, what what was that? Was the cabbage the principal or the assistant principal or a guidance counselor? Assistant principal. Uh, uh, was um, uh, was he aggressive with you, or, or was he like tongue in cheek, kind of sarcastically funny with you? Or no, I think it was more tongue in cheek. But like looking back at it now, but like when you were like in like eighth grade, you're sort of like, oh shit, I'm gonna get suspended or probably gonna send Bob Squads out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Your parents would have really been thrilled with you about that, right? Oh god, that would have been horrible. Oh god. But you know obviously you're not gonna go make a bomb, so that was just stupid. No that, that Yeah, um, maybe in your school, that could have happened. I don't know, uh, but in it's my was that it is a hellhole. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Well, it's, it's it's sad that the school system has come to this, and we will be talking about uh, stories like this next week. This is going to be one of the first topics we discuss in our specials for schooling. Um, but <laughs> you know, uh, Chemslave. Uh, this principal deserved to be fired. Now that principal was saying, oh, I had 44, 43 years of, of fantastic reviews and everything, and to, to have it all ended in 15 minutes was not right. But, I, I mean, th this, teach this principal went out of her way to try to make this little nine-year-old boy into be some sort of sex offender. Uh, and such a, su such a, a gross... Uh, miscarriage of justice in that school is highly concerning, and uh, that t that principal deserved to be fired. And uh, I say good for the superintendent for forcing it. Yep, Bruce. <coughs> All right, so that was one of mine. So, do you have anything you want to uh, talk about? Let me see. Oh, let's talk about pole dancing. Ooh, I love that sport. Me too. Never, uh... You know... What do you think about pole dancing being an Olympic sport? Truthfully, I would say yes in a heartbeat. Because, hey, they have things like curling as a sport. <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit about that? I mean, then, um, I would, I would, I would literally pay to see pole dancing, if you if you catch my meaning. Uh, but you're curling, close oh god, yes, yes, they are actually. You know, we have two of them now. Really? Yeah. Um, I heard about mustangs. What's what's the other one? Well, and that 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 tiki bar thing that's like across the road. I've never heard about that one. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, somebody's tiki bar. I, for, I forget. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Sweet. Yeah, uh, central Pennsylvania is a horny, uh, area. You know, I, I, I think, 
I'm sorry. I, I I have a video playing on the site that I'm looking at, and the volume is going up and down, and it's very it's very distracting. Of course, also the imagery is kind of distracting too. Okay, stop watching Red Eye. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. But this is something that they talk about at real Olympics, I think. So it is. I've heard it, this it, uh, before. It is. But you know, if you if you've seen a truly excellent woman pole dance, like I'm not talking about sexual or anything. I'm I'm talking about a really athletic woman really doing moves on on a pole. And by a pole, I mean like a, a steel one from from the ceiling all the way down to the floor, like riveted in. Um, yeah, where did you when did you see me? <laughs> Oh my god! I had to do that. Oh my god! Okay, here we go. But when uh, seriously now, uh, without any innuendo, without any double entendres, at least not purposeful. Uh, if you see a really excellent uh, performer doing that, is is actually kind of impressive. I mean, yeah, you think, wow, that that woman's got to be a flaming slut. But you also you think, wow, that's you know that's actually kind of talent talented there i mean that you know that that, that takes uh that, that takes you know dedication to to get uh that good like if you're i mean if you're really if you're getting a lot of speed up there and you're twirling around and you know hanging upside down and and doing twists and uh, you know you you can really make that quite impressive yes uh now should it be an olympic sport i you know maybe may, may the playboy olympics i don't, I don't know um uh, <laughs> you do have um gymnastics Figure skating. Yeah. I think you could make the argument. Well, yeah. Have you ever seen uh, the couple's uh, figure skating? Uh, where there is a, a, a male and a female uh, a, a, a duo, uh, like on the same team. Uh, they're both, uh, you know, they're a couple. Oftentimes, the male will kind of act like a, a, like a pole. And again, no double entendres, uh, you know, Im implied here. And the female will be twirling around and uh, doing lifts and stuff off of the male. Uh, so, in, in many ways, if you take the, sk the skate, um, the ice skates off, and you convert the man to a pole, <laughs> you, you basically have, uh, you know, pole dancing right there. Yep. <laughs> then if you add in gymnastics, which again is all the twirling around and jumping around, well, not the same. You you can sort of see that, hey, it's not that completely different. It just has a bad rap because of the sexual undertones. Well, I would actually go so far as to call them overtones, but yes. Uh, or overtones, <laughs> whatever. Uh, there's, there's not a whole lot under uh, there, except, well, y you know what, actually, I was going to have a lot of fun with that, but I'm just going to leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> yes, lots. Uh, you know, before, um, do you want to talk about this Christian Bale story? You know, I, I don't know if I'm too interested or not, but. Um, I have another one that's slightly um, not really a commentary on the article itself. But if an article called is like, are e-cigarettes really better for your health? Oh, okay. Is this the death of big tobacco? ADP Health Insights. 
So I clicked on this link from like a, 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 I was reading some article on something else, and I saw this. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And they were like, just like, pretty much just like, oh my god, e-cigarettes are great. Dr. Panarello um, says that there's virtually no risk of getting cancer. I was like, who the hell is this doctor? <laughs> I was sort of wondering, they just throw this doctor's name out and open. And I'm looking at the site, and right at the top it says Advertorial. This is a health site built on advertisements. <laughs> Before you start reading anything, look for these little little gotchas. And then they have like this like large like copyright warnings and disclaimers all the way at the bottom, which is sort of telling you, "Hey, this truth." Oh my god, this is fantastic! Oh, listen to this. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The product is not affiliated in any way with ABC, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, Consumer Reports, CBS, Wink News, or USA Today, where they've advertised. Now, uh, Andrew, I do have to say, I don't see where the advertisement thing is. I don't see that. Um, I think I was on Fox News or MSNBC, and it was, like, off to the side, uh, like, it was, like, a picture of that woman, and it was sort of, like, e-cigarettes healthy, so I clicked it, and I thought this was an actual, like, um, article, a serious article about how, hey, e-cigarettes are not that bad, they're actually better for you than a cigarette. Oh, I see. This is this one big advertisement, so I'm, like, before you start taking things seriously, look for these gotchas like advertorial or or this big long copyright warnings and disclaimers. That's pretty much it's probably more text than the article itself. I know. I think it's a pretty safe bet that this is a lot more text because it's smaller print and everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it seems to me I have never met somebody. Who smokes an e-cigarette? Who's not a douchebag? Like not a real uh, flaming I, asshole. I, I could agree with you on that. Even though the one person I did know was nice-ish, but yeah. Because oh god, well now I've seen at least four or five people that I know uh, smoke e-cigarettes, and every single one of them was a flaming asshole. Every single one. So. They sort of look down at you from their high horse. Like, oh, yeah. look, I'm better than any, all the other smokers because I smoke it. <laughs> Sorry. An e-cigarette. And let's be clear. You and I don't smoke. Nope. So. Uh, I've tried I, it. You know, I actually didn't haven't like the, even. didn't like the smell. I, I have never even taken a drag on a cigarette. Never. Never interested me. I, uh, I've done all tobacco products except smoke a pipe. You even use chew? Yep. Oh, now I that use, just really I grosses nasal, me out. I use nasal snuff. Oh, God. How was that? A shock to the system. Uh, would you do it and again? I, um, how... If, if, if someone was offering a box, I wouldn't say no, but I I wouldn't go out of my way to procure. 
I'm, I'm sorry, like, yeah, whatever. Hmm. Nice, um, orangey smell to it, so it wasn't bad. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that's very good advice. Um, looking at this, uh, at this article, it does look like an advertisement. It has an advertising look, and ADP Health Insights, Consumer Health Trends, it just does not look like a, uh, a reputable, uh, site. So, um, Yes, but they have like a little picture, like a doctor, ADP Health Insights. Many doctors now recommend e-cigarettes as an alternative for patients who smoke. And it's sort of like, oh my god, look, doctors. Oh my god. Be, be, sure to, to be sure to see if these sites are not advertisements. Yep, exactly. Read in between the lines. Look underneath the underneath. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, Chemslave, uh, I just looked at the clock. And uh, I was not expecting, I was expecting this to be a short show. Uh, but instead, this is uh, going to rival last week for being one of the longest shows we've ever done. Yes. Uh, and I am astounded. I don't even know what story we talked about for that long. That, that could have possibly, I don't know how the time flew. Uh, so I hope the audience was feeling the same way. Uh, Slave, do you have anything you want to get out quickly before we leave? No. All right, because we do, we need to get this train going because we actually have a substantial show for you on Friday. It's our uh, annual. <laughs> How does that sound? It makes us sound like we've been around a long time. This is our annual uh, Christmas shopping list edition of Tech Friday, where, uh, where Kemslave and myself will be giving all of you our advice for uh, technology items that you can provide family members. And loved ones, and friends, and acquaintances, and in some cases, people that you hate. <laughs> so, uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, if you liked our show today, if you want to give us any feedback, email us. Our email address is feedback at justgangbypodcast.com. And go to justgangbypodcast.com to find links to subscribe to our show, uh, links to listen to this show and previous shows, links to all the articles we have talked about today. And uh, much, much more. So if you're interested, uh, I will be live blogging the Fox News Republican presidential debate starting at 9 o'clock on Thursday, December 15th. Uh, that's tomorrow. So if you are interested, follow along on Fox News and read my comments. They are sure to be snarky and to the point. So, uh, as I said, we will be back on Friday to uh, show you what to buy, what not to buy. And uh, until then, Chemslave, uh, have a good week. Yep, you too.